peace and love everybody we are back with another episode of holla back episode three this is cash money aka money j on this airwave and i just want to thank you for tuning into this podcast if you haven't already listened to episode two i advise you to do that because it was we were talking about some good stuff okay um and I wanted to get this podcast, this episode out sooner. However, last week, oh my gosh, I was so sick. I was so sick and I so I had to reschedule, you know. It's the weather has changed and I had like a really bad head cold. So if you can hear it in my voice, I kinda have a like a little cough. But um don't let that get in the way, you know. I'm just a little sickly. However, let's get into this topic. So, like always, I had some people holler back at me and they let me know what they wanted me to talk about on this episode. So, today's episode is on mental health, sex, and self-care. And I am not by myself. I have my friend with me and she is going to introduce herself. My name is Zashiana and I'm from Vallejo, California, yay area. Okay. And it's my first time on a podcast. <laughs> So I'm a little excited, Ooh, ready to get into it. I feel special. It's our first time on a podcast, and it's my podcast. Y'all don't like me, okay? <laughs> all right, so. All right, Zachi, we about to get into this topic today. Yep. So it's on mental health, sex, and self-care. And, however, the people hollered back at me, and they let me know about these things, and I decided to tie them all in together. And they all tie into each other through, because you can't have mental health without self-care. Because the two coincide and they help mend each other out. Like, and the sex, the topic of sex comes into play. Because you have to have some sort of self-care with sex and your mental health. And sex affects your mental health as well, believe it or not. And, um, yeah, I feel like this is an important topic. But in the society of young adults and shoot, older adults who are not um, up to game on this type of stuff. So... I, for the people who don't know, I wanted to ask you, what is self-care? So when you think about it, how do you think about self-care? Is it a ritual that you do? Is it a time to yourself? Um, you know, what, like, what is self-care? The literal definition of self-care is understood as an active practice of doing things to take care of your well-being. Y'all know I had to put out the real actual definition for y'all always. I'm always going to lace you up on what things mean. So I had a few questions last year on What does self-care look like to you? Self-care for me is more of like knowing what I'm putting into my body, drinking a lot of water, okay. really caring about like my health mm-hmm. and like not just trying to just eat crazy stuff every day like I try to balance out of eating bad like junk food and healthy food like I want to just keep that balance of eating vegetables and your fruits and drinking a whole bunch of water I don't believe in drinking nothing but juice okay every time people tell me that they just drink nothing but juice I'd like, like how? Yeah, I'd be like, you really need to drink some water because it's like, that's not good for you at all. Like, I know a couple of people where they just drink nothing but juice. Like, they just can't get into water. And I'd be like, you got to be careful with that because that can be bad. Right. I heard that as well. Like, whoa, I feel like it's common sense. Right. Like, you got to have some water along the line. Like, are you going to pass out or die or something? Like, 
too much of something is not good for you however if you're not out here drinking juice i mean if you're not out here drinking water to like balance out the juice i don't yeah see how that has a positive effect on your body right and like you said, so your health care, your self care is more along the lines of like healthiness, yes. and what you eat and put into your yes. body. It's like that is a form of self care though, because mm-hmm. you're caring for yourself. You know, right? Yeah, that's really cool though to know to like decipher what you're putting into your body. Mm-hmm. That's tight. That's really cool. I had something to tell you when you were talking. I forgot it slipped my mind. Mm. It was like, hmm. I think it was along the lines of, like, when you said juice and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know how... I don't know if you got... If anybody has ever did this. Like, when they were in elementary school, <laughs> there was people who came to my elementary school. And they were, like, talking to us um, about, like, these little pH strips. Oh, but okay. it's for, like, your <laughs> urine. And mm-hmm. you can, like, test out how much water you drink or if you have any like sickness or anything because Mm -hmm. of not drinking a lot of water and Mm -hmm. you can test it out and it'll show you like i guess if it like comes back orange like something's wrong or something Mm -hmm. i forgot but you guys did you ever have that no we actually didn't do nothing like that in middle school no only thing we had in middle school is where they check your spine (laughs) check your spine yeah or you like to make sure you don't have like scoliosis or nothing oh yeah i remember that i remember that that was about it you had to like bend over and stuff Mm -hmm. i remember those yeah that's what we had to do i remember all right so that's interesting my self-care looks more along the lines of like hmm, what could i say with me personally it's more so of like a vibe Mm -hmm. like my self-care is more so the vibe that i can set for myself like i'll get a face mask yeah i'll get (laughs) like a hair um you know what's it called when you put it in your hair like a deep conditioner right. and i'll leave it in my hair i'll put my little um shower cap on so soak it up in there i'll have my face mask i'll put on some good music or watch a movie and i'll make some food or some popcorn yep. i need to get on the hype of healthy self-care <laughs> because i just like to create the vibe and i just chill i'll even meditate i'll pray but it's all more so um of the vibe mm-hmm. and more so of like a, a exterior yeah, body yeah so you more of like being to yourself type mm-hmm. self-care of like okay i'm a chill today i'm a mm-hmm. deep condition this hair i'm a shave get all oiled up okay and just be in bed with my shea butter <laughs> and all that other stuff yes that is what my okay. self-care looks like i'm just chilling and relaxing mm-hmm. um hmm Okay, so in the topic, while we're on self-care and, like, how that looks like to both of us, I wanted to ask you, you know how, like, self-care is a part of, it's really a trend in society today. Like, you know on social media, people are like, oh, self-care, like, treat yourself. And I feel like that didn't come from anywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, the hype of self-care right now is just booming right however i wanted to ask you since you might guess actually yeah. i wanted to ask you like apart from the media trending about self-care in today's society like when did you actually notice that you needed self-care well staring away from the healthy lifestyle of self-care i realized i needed self-care more of 
when it came to relationships because mm. when like I was always the friend that was like just the listener like mm. really never the one to tell problems I was just the listener to like the friends to my sisters like even to my own mom like I would just be the listener and just be like giving them advice you should do this you yeah. should do that so it's like that's when I realized okay I'm giving all this advice but I need to like figure out what I want like I can give advice but I need to see what I want to do and like what is it that I want in a relationship and what do I don't want to settle for okay. and all that stuff so yeah okay. mine is more from relationships that makes sense because like so what I'm getting from you is like outside of being in a relationship mm-hmm. you've absorbed so much of other people's right. problems and you are that person for other people exactly you and then when you got into a relationship you were more so like you know I yeah. need to start doing things for me right because do you agree that like relationships have an effect on your like like hmm, how can I say this like your mental health and stuff since we're talking about this topic that does tie into it like relationships do kind of tie into mental health sex and self-care because those are all things that are coming with relationships right like shoot I remember being in past relationships and like man there's so much stuff that you go through mm-hmm. being in relationships. And yep. so if you don't have like a self-care mechanism for you. Yep, exactly. Man, how can you contribute to the other person? Right. Because I think of it as like we are plants. We're both plants. And we should both water each other. Mm-hmm. And weed out, like take out the weeds if necessary. You yeah. know? As we- now moving on to the topic of sex did you know that there's a sexual self-care no you never didn't? heard of that never never okay so since you never heard of it what kind of what do you think sexual self-care is though i don't know where to begin <laughs> okay so but like you said you just stated all these things about taking care of your body yeah. and what self-care is okay, to you so sex- okay so sexual self-care to me would be like making sure you're getting you know your checkups if you're like really out mm-hmm. and just like <laughs> your checkups like you want to just go get your panels done of stds and all that like you just want to make sure you're still healthy mm-hmm. with what you're doing yeah like, what you're doing no be yeah. honest if you're out there having sex you need to be safe and protected yes. and also you need to um tap into what's going on with you you know if you're out here doing having sex you know you should also be following up with it and making sure that you're okay as a person because you know it's sad to say too many times people don't and they're careless and things happen and they catch stuff or somebody uh had sex with this person didn't know that they had something but if everybody's in intelligently aware or what's it called yeah if everybody is intelligent about what's going on with their body right. sexually and stuff like that then we can um eliminate some of those craziness yeah, like NCDs, like all right. that because you should be paying close attention to your body anyways when you're going through sex and all that like you should know like oh i'm having this weird symptom mm-hmm. that i haven't had before something feels weird something just don't yes right. do you not ignore know. it yeah those are red flags those are the red flashing your body is not going to 
one good thing about our body is that it's not going to just let us be out here looking crazy. Right. You will have some type of symptom. You'll have some type of pain. Like, mm-hmm. if even if you, like, sprained your hand or some something or your yeah. pinky or something, like, you're going to have that twinge of pain that you have. Yep. And your body's going to be like, hey, hey, hey up right. there. <laughs> hey up there. You need to get it fixed. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so you're very right. So social, sexual self-care basically is um, knowing your body and its yeah. sexual parts. And what that looks like is simply tapping into what's going on with you, whether it's in health or sexual hygiene. Right. Um, Just knowing about your female or male anatomy. Like, you know when something's not looking right. Exactly. Don't just pass it off like, oh, it just one of them days type thing like no take it serious get on them Zashi. get on them no but some people like you didn't know what sexual self-care was when i had first right. just asked you i kind of had to just learn what sexual self-care was although like you know you're taking care of your body right. because you because that's what you were taught if mm-hmm. you were taught that but however there are some people who haven't been taught those things and right. they are out here uh raising themselves on mm-hmm. these things that happen and they're just going with the flow um and just mm-hmm. living life day by day doing what they're doing however you know sometimes uh if it wasn't input into you you got to have some type of other source to let you know about it so right. um you I know, know i feel like that's where medical comes into play too like if someone doesn't have like good medical insurance or it's like a hassle for them to go out mm-hmm. their way to go to a clinic or yep, anything, that is true i feel like that's when some people start slacking on trying to get mm-hmm. all that work and especially like i'm talking about as of right now i'm talking about like for younger girls like um I know that, you know, girls aren't really trying to tell their parents, hey, this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the times they're not going to the doctors because most of the times you have to have insurance. Right. You have to have, um, you have to fill out this paperwork. Some people are not intelligent, like not, not intelligent, but I mean like some people don't have, um, knowledge, like the knowledge of what they're supposed to be doing. So they, um. They just don't go. Right. And I encourage you to go. If you are young and you're listening to this, first off, okay, thank you for listening to Holla Back. (laughs) But then again, like, if you're young and you're listening to this, and if you're a girl, you're a young woman or a young man, go out there and get tested. Like, I know you probably are like, hey, I don't want people to be in my business however you don't want something to be so extreme to where you can't help but to reach out to somebody exactly and at the end of the day you shouldn't be embarrassed to want to go get tested like that should never be a thing where it's like oh why is she getting tested for stds or oh what she got it should never be like that that needs to be something that everyone does on like not really the daily but like over a period of time like don't just go years and months of just not getting tested just because you're like oh i don't feel no symptoms because it is some stds that don't show them Mm -hmm. symptoms but you still want to go get checked just in case if you know you're sexually active you need to make sure you're up on that because just because you he could be telling you or she could be telling you oh no you're the only person i've been with like you know i'm clean and all that still you can't trust everything everybody is not a doctor no well nobody is a doctor until you are actually a doctor (laughs) until you have gone to school for that like 
you are not a doctor. You cannot self-diagnose yourself. You can go on WebMD and look up Ooh, symptoms and stuff. Yeah. However, you still need um, a doctor's prescription on what's going on with you. Yeah. You need a doctor's diagnosis. That's what I mean of what's going on with you. Um, yeah. So if you didn't really get what we meant by sexual self-care well basically we just told you exactly what sexual self-care is some of the things that you can do however i went on blackdoctor.org and (laughs) as we told you what it is i wanted to tell you physically what it can look like we already talked about getting tested that was number one you are not a doctor your homies are not doctors either (laughs) you need a professional diagnosis do not ask your bro or your homegirl hey girl this happened i think i might have this oh girl you you might have a clap but who don't know and you out here who knows what you have i don't even know the other stuff that there is you got trichomeniagitis or some stuff but number one get tested you are not a doctor period number two practice safer sex and i say safer sex because there is no such thing as safe sex Mm -hmm. because safe sex means like practicing safe sex basically is saying not to have sex in general like to abstain from having sex so Mm -hmm. number two practice safer sex and what that means is if you're not out here using condoms please use a condom if you are in college there is a health um clinic at your college and you can go in there and they will give you free condoms yeah and that's with any clinic condoms are free don't be embarrassed. at a clinic do not be embarrassed because you're going to be more embarrassed when you catch something and that is not fun and that's not something that you want to do so take it from holla back we lacing you up practice safer sex get on birth control if you're not if um you know like that's another way to practice safer yeah. sex you know some people are out here taking risks. Now, birth control is not for everybody. It's not. Because some people's bodies can reject it and have horrible symptoms mm-hmm. compared to the next person. Next person could be fine with it, but the other person could just be going yes. through it. So, yes. Like, I know That's that there like, are side effects to birth control. Like, yeah. sometimes, coming from, I've been on birth control myself in the past. However, it can give you side effects like no other yes. like it messes with your mental it, it messes well sometimes you can gain a lot of weight um sometimes in the future it can make you infertile like yeah. it can mess with you not having kids um right. or having problems with having kids um but whatever your safer sex looks like that's what you should that's what you should be and doing. even if you're on birth control don't think that you don't need to get tested just because okay want that, you that does not mean your way okay to still get tested just because you're like oh i'm not pregnant i'm good it's not just about pregnancy it's about you still needing to get tested exactly it means that you need birth control does not protect you from stds no. Red it does flag, not. it does not. <laughs> it does not. All right, but, okay, so along the lines of that, okay, so I have a fun fact for you guys and for you too, Zashi. Oh, okay. Have y'all ever wondered where condoms originated? No. Like, when did you think that condoms were made? I honestly don't know. So you thinking, like... I'm just, like, you know... There was people out here popping it back in, like, 
the 1800s. Right. I never thought that deep because I wasn't there in that time. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we weren't there in that time. So. But, but do you ever think about that, though? Like, mm, where did this come from? Like, who thought about condoms and who thought about making condoms? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know exactly who made condoms, but, you know, I looked it up and condoms have been around since 3000 bc wow bc stands for before Four christ before right christ. <laughs> what wow what okay so who was thinking of that back then like okay wow. they were they were smart Some they're all here people. like you know what there's something we can do about this shoot before christ but um yeah they were made around 3000 bc and was nasty though it wasn't even no like you know our the you know the condoms today are like what is it latex and yeah stuff. latex it's yeah. like that those the condoms back then were made from materials such as fish bladders oh my god <laughs> linen sheets and animal intestines ew like what Whoa. were you doing you're killing animals to and then wrapping it up <laughs> um, I don't know how clean that sounds yeah that doesn't sound clean at all. How, the like, thought counts, though. It's the thought yeah, that counts. A, they tried. It's okay. They, they it's had the an thought effort. That <laughs> it's the thought that counts. Okay, number three. Reduce the number of sexual partners. That could be a way that you are taking care of yourself sexually. Reduce the number of sexual partners. That means if you go on FaceTime Brian, call up Ryan. Call up. <laughs> what is it, that song by Tink? Call up Keenan Telemani. Oh, no. You don't know that? It's just like, I can have Brian, FaceTime Brian, call up so-and-so. I don't know. But anyway, leave Keenan, Brian, and, and uh, Jeffrey alone. Right. Pick one. You know, pick one. That's all I got to mm-hmm. say, you know. And then number four ties into number three with Be Faithful. And these are not just coming from me, you guys. I actually looked this up on blackdoctors.org and... There was like 10 um, ways that you can engage in sexual self-care, but I chose four because that would have been a so long list. Yeah. Because there are so many ways that you can make sure that you're okay. But the last one is be faithful. Yes. What you got to say about that, Zosh? No, because that's true. If you're in a relationship and your partner not being faithful and then boom you get this std it's like how did you get an std when you only been with me so that's like when all that comes into play mm-hmm. because if you're not faithful and you're like doing your little thing on the side with somebody else you don't know what they got going on but then you coming back to your girl or your dude and it's like boom i just got this std and it's like I don't understand how when we just been together. Exactly. So if you ain't faithful, that can play a major role into your sexual Exactly, because along the lines of sexual self-care, this is the part where it's not just about you. Yeah. Because sex is a two-person thing. Yeah. And you know you're not just doing it for yourself you guys you're doing it for the other person mm-hmm. and you guys are in it together it's yeah not just a so one be smart about what you do um be mindful and that's all i gotta say yeah if you don't want that relationship no more get out of it and go with the other old dude or girl that you on the side with but don't just still try to be in that relationship and then still doing your thing on the side because it's like now you're messing up her or what he got going up going on yeah that is very very true 
So it's like at that point, you need to just go. Like clearly it's just not meant for y'all to be together if you feel the need to still do your thing on the side. Mm-hmm. That is very true. So um, I have a question for you. On the terms of the whole be faithful thing, mm-hmm. there are some people out here who might have a contradicting view, but I just have to ask the question. Like, mm-hmm. do you believe that body body count is important? I honestly don't care about body count because it's like your past is your past. Like you was like, that's just you. That's your personal business. I feel like there's no body on earth that can tell you, oh, you should only have five bodies or you should only have two bodies. Like if you got more than five, you will hold like, no, it shouldn't be none of that. Like it should be what you want to do with your own body. That's not something that you try to tell other people. But the only time it could matter is if you just doing it a bunch and then you end up catching something and you don't tell me about it. And then now I'm ended up with the STD or whatever that just happened. So I feel like it only plays a role if you're not getting tested during the process. I do agree. And I think I read somewhere, but I really agree with this view about body count so body count basically it isn't the important factor Mm -hmm. it's if you practice if I'm sorry it's if you practice safe sex with all of them and that's along the lines of what you just said like body count people got what they have going on Mm -hmm. the past is the past however like we're talking about sexual self-care as long as you're safe with all of them that's all that matters exactly I just feel like society is the one that tries to pressure into people of how much body count really means something yeah. about the actual numbers. They're not caring about the self-care part of it. They're just like, oh, no. Like, whoa, why do you have 10 already and you're only this age? Like, they're not looking at the self-care of it. They're just more looking at it like, oh, you was with that many people. It's like, that's no one's business at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. As long as you're just practicing that self-care during the process, mm-hmm. it shouldn't matter at all. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, it's all about you're is everybody's on their own walk exactly everybody's gonna go through this life different and everybody's going to do what they want to do at the end of the day so i just feel like um yeah as long as you are practicing safe sex with everybody that you are with there's no problems that are going to be had in the future that's one way to eliminate stress and all the other problems that um can come about in the future just communicating because yeah people talk about this that and the third like oh um as, as much as they hope everybody has practiced sex uh in the past like everybody wants their significant other and the person that they love to have to be clean and stuff mm-hmm. but there are some times where people have did not have those people or somebody in their life or wasn't raised to know these things about their sexual self-care and some people slip up and some people do have things that happen to them and some people do catch things however being an adult being mature voicing those things being in great communication communication is key Yes. yes those things may have happened to you not say like you are not a bad person because of it like we said that those things are in the past however you should you should 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 disclose that with the person that you are planning to have sex with going forward in life like if you are not telling people that you have this std Mm -hmm. and stuff like that then 
that's making things worse. That's putting other people in bad situations. It like we probably I think we said before, mm-hmm. sex is a two person thing. You're engaging in with it for the other person. You need to be up on your sexual self care because you're not the only person in this. There's another person that Very. is in it as well, and they deserve the respect to know if you've had something in the past if you weren't um intact with yourself um with your health sexually they need to know those things all right and moving forward from the topic of that we need to get into the topic of mental health because we mental health is a very prevalent issue among the african-american society like that's one thing that a lot of people do not like to talk about is mental health that's one key issue when i say the african-american society i'm saying that because that is the only society that i can speak of i mean not speak of but that's the only society that i can speak for because that's the society in which i grew up that's the community in which i grew up so um speaking from that um perspective mental health is a very big issue and a very big topic amongst black people like um i wish that therapy was pushed more along african americans in in our society because i feel like we really like that's something that needs to be more it, common. Yeah, yeah, something that needs to be more common. Yeah, because in the black community, mental health really is poor because, like, no family ever wants to talk to you about, like, hey, how are you doing? Like, how's life? Like, it's never none of that. It's more of like, okay, like, what you doing? It's never like, how are you mentally? Like, are you good? Because, like, you could try to tell your family members, like, hey, I'm feeling a little depressed. And like, Girl, you fine. You, mm-hmm. you, yep. you, you good. Like, it, it's just temporary. Yeah, like, it's, it's nothing. Push to the back burner. Yeah, it's like nothing that tries to talk you out of it or no, nothing of trying to get support or like, okay, did, like, what happened? Is this really affecting you? Do you feel like you need some therapy? This is who we can go to. You can go to this support group. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no options or no alternatives when you tell a black community about something like that is just straight you'll be fine it's just temporary you just mad in the moment like it's never no they don't see it as a long-term thing they see mm-hmm. it more of like oh you'll feel good the next day it's not no like no like, these really, are things really that people on. are suffering from right and um i know now that there are therapists you know that um that people can talk to you know like obviously there are therapists however i've understood now being an adult that there are therapists for college students there's therapists for us um and i know that if you are a college student and you need therapy there are black therapists or other different therapists that will discount um the rates in which you are charged Mm -hmm. like so many people in this life like you know some how we talked about self-care sometimes self-care may be uh, people going on like shopping sprees and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. However, if you are spending a hundred dollars, a hundred, two hundred dollars on like your physical appearance, you can spend that same amount of money on or less yeah. on your mental health. Exactly. Like I know that 
I th- I looked it up because um I look, forgot I think it was like black therapist mm-hmm. black woman therapist.com mm-hmm. or something like that. I was taken to this webpage and basically there are different ther- therapy sessions mm-hmm. where it's like $100. Yeah. Like to people like a lot of people would be like, "Oh, $100 is too much." Right. Um for a therapy session. Mm-hmm. However, people are paying $100 for some shoes. Like, you're paying right. $100 for the new J's that come out. Yeah. You're paying $100 for... All this Paying more than $100 for a phone. Like, is mental health and black men and just men in general and right. young and young men, like boys and stuff. It is so... It's such a taboo in society and being raised for men to cry, for young yeah. boys to cry. Like, it was... Um, I know, like, it's implemented that if you cry that you're weak for a man. And they, and the mental health within men nowadays is just so poor and so bad because a lot of times they've gone through PTSD and different types of trauma in their lives. And a lot of times they either um, turn into different things that they're not supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. or their emotions are just messed up because there's a lot of things that, we as people go through and when you have to bottle that stuff up and not talk about it and express how you feel that stuff piles up and it becomes toxic yeah. whether you want to believe it or not that kind of stuff becomes toxic and people will be like oh no that's just the way i am no no that's the effects of you not trying to deal with your mental yeah, health yeah exactly because in the black community with the black men, it's like so normalized that they're not supposed to cry. So when you see a black man crying, you're like, whoa, like something must really be hurting him. Like, wow, like he must really be going. And through I wish it wasn't it's like so that. awkward to just be like, wow, like he's really crying because it's really not normal at all. Because they're just supposed to be this role model of being tough and strong. Mm-hmm. And But it's like at the end of the day, they have a mind too. They exactly. go through stuff we too. We are and it's all individuals. Our emotions are of us for a certain reason. Yeah. If we were meant to be emotionless creatures, we wouldn't have been created with emotions. Exactly. Like everybody has the right to feel. Everybody has the right to cry and express their emotions. Mm-hmm. Guys. The suicide rate for men in, I think, America and just all over the world is very high. I cannot tell you the number of the statistics right now because I don't have that information with me. However, I know that it is very high. The suicide rate for men is high because they bottle all those things up and and in society, they are supposed to be the token people to be strong and uh, have everything together and be able to um, have a poker face when Mm -hmm. things are messing with them. And that is not how it should be like man yeah. if you listen to this and you're a male cry when you need yes, to yes let cry. that out. let it out you are it. not a punk if you cry stop teaching your kids that they are punks when they are crying like they need to be hard about it let them express those emotions because yeah. they're nine times out of ten they might grow up to be heartless and not know how to deal with their emotions exactly. and we as women are emotional beings so imagine mm-hmm. trying to be full of these emotions and needing someone to um you know yeah blend like help us out in such a, certain situations or just be that for us we don't want stone cold hard no we don't people yeah exactly like rocks do not absorb moisture no we need more people who have hearts of flesh and just are intact with their emotion just my perspective in general all right so 
So I just wanted to conclude this podcast. Thank you, every single person who is listening right now. You tapping into this podcast is greatly appreciated. You know, um, I don't just do this just to do it. Like, this is something that I really like to do. And then just the support that you are feeding back into this podcast and just the listen just listening to the podcast and sharing it and giving feedback that means so much to me it's the little things you know so i just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of holla back this is cash money this is zashiana gay area signing out do you have any where where they can like hit you up on social media like yes, what social media my instagram is underscore zashi z-a-s-h-i-i and okay so you know tap in with the kids yes. tap in with her Follow me. and so thank you so much hope to see you on the next episode of holla back peace and love bye, bye.